2: Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society, Podcast, Interviews, Movie Reviews, and more, live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on Facebook at Crazon Dion. Hey, everybody. This
1: is Lunell, the original bad girl of comedy. I'm here at the Link Promenade in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, and you're watching the Film
2: Review. Ah, 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 There we are, people another great episode of the Film Review. Movies, music, culture, politics, and society. Do we have a jam-packed show for you today? Do we have a jam-packed show for you today? First of all, you know, we put the call out. We put the call out for independent filmmakers, right? right? We put the call out because, you know, we say, just because there is a COVID 19.
3: Right.
2: A coronavirus shutdown doesn't mean that your promotion and marketing of your films or your company of what you do has to be shut down too. And we have our first writer, producer, director, actor, PJ Barnes. Right? Yes. From Screw Up TV. Yep. Submitted one of his films called The Players. So we're going to be talking to him uh, a little bit later in the program. Telephone number 213-943-3358 is 213-943-3358 and then we have a lot to talk about especially in the blurbs today, right? So let's get started because like I said we have a jam-packed show so there's no need to uh, be leaguer or belabor the situation any further so let's let's pull up our icon right here our our uh, backdrop here to let you know that we are officially in the film review podcast blurbs how was your week
0: it was as good as it could be i mean under the circumstances under the circumstances right
2: right so you know
0: but we lost uh, Bill Withers. Right? Bill That's
2: Withers. Easy. And we also lost Vaughn Jammin' yes. Big Bat- Guitar Mason the day before. Yeah. Yeah. Right? On yeah. the second and Bill Withers on the yeah. third. Yeah. It's like we're losing all the heavies. Yeah. Right? In yeah. the game. Right? Yeah. And so uh, we have an exclusive interview. It is the last interview yeah. that Vaughn Jammin' Big Guitar Mason yeah. um, had. And that's yeah. available on the Film Review Life channel. Yeah. Right? Under uh, TFR On The Road. You can watch that full... It's an extensive interview I conducted with him and his yeah. artists at the time that he was pushing. Yeah. Demetrius Reeves. Yeah. He was pushing him. And uh, he was in Las Vegas. And yeah. we got that interview and and I got to tell him how much his music meant to me. So that's a big thing. Yeah, he's a, a legend. A legend yeah. in the game, right? Yeah. So, and he will surely be missed. But bounce, rock, skate, roll yeah. lives on. Yeah. It's immortalized in movies and yeah. all kinds of shows. Yeah. Uh, his, of course, jamming big guitar, right. classic. Right. You know what I'm saying? You can still see my, some of that video up. But again, the interview is up on the Film Review Life channel. Now, people, to start out with the blurbs, as usual, the white extremist organizations are still trying to spit, rub, uh, transfer from mouth to steel railing, still trying to spread the COVID-19, and we want to say to watch out for that because they definitely want to spread this steel. Did you see the video with the Asian woman. Now we've talked about right. Asians and how they are honorary Aryans okay. because they are next in line Caucasian right. Asians right. Right? Ca- Caucasoids, right. Asians right. Asians, right. Asians right? right? And so did you see, she was in Walmart I believe and the, and the black woman was filming her and she was like, are, do you have to touch all of the laptops? Do you have he to touch everyone? To yeah, yeah the, the Asian woman, no. Oh, the Asian woman was going and touching every laptop, oh. and, and closing them down. She touched the screen, touched the keys, mm-hmm. and closed the laptop down. So that's three places where she touched. So that means that someone Sweet would have to job. bring it back up. And you know that was um, uh, Stingray One Three One sent it to me. Okay as a, uh, a DM for okay. me to see it. But it came originally from Tyreek Nasheed. Okay. Who, you know, is covering this stuff out right. here, right? Right. So, the honorary Aryans are right. out on their business. It would appear, it right. would appear... How wicked or, is that? How wicked to it is it? spread this virus. Why is it spreading? Because people are going and uh, going on subways and they're going right. on elevators and they're right. spitting on keys, rubbing right. on elevator and... Uh, and and spitting on packages, yeah. delivering, and, and people are getting food delivered. It's really strange.
0: It is. It's I would be scared strange. to order food
2: and have it delivered
0: because you don't know the mind state of the person that prepared the food. You don't know the mind state of the person that's delivering the food because people are crazy.
2: People are crazy. I see you're
0: prepared. I see your black. yeah, okay, that's gay, gay. right. Did you see people... You're wearing your black then. You
2: know what I'm saying? They they, they they finally came out and told the truth to the people.
3: Right.
0: So
2: people look. They say, wear a mask or right. some kind of cloth covering. So, you know, right. Crazy D is the original mask wearer. Yeah. I've been wearing masks since we discovered something yeah. out here called Desert Fever in yeah. Las Vegas, right? That's. That's right, right, man. And the mask protected from it. So once, one season you have a cough and it lasts from November until April. But once I started wearing the mask, there were no more coughs where I would see other people would cough and they would laugh, but they don't laugh anymore. Now they say, wear a bandana. So the health officials mm-hmm. can have it you know we wear some kind of cloth a yeah. scarf a bandana yeah something like that right but of course we have masks because mm-hmm. we were always prepared but you know yeah. just in case they do run out we do have the bandana right some
0: people are creative i saw what pampers online oh yeah i've seen <laughs> someone
2: wearing a uh maxi pad oh well, yeah because okay. you know maxi pads hey, have wings, it and wings. It, <laughs> it'll block out the corona <laughs> and it sticks to your face Bye have you seen this? people? so I many <laughs> people are going to town, but these people are right. doing this, right? Right? And so now, there's been something going on where they've been trying to like we just finished watching yeah. the briefing yeah. from the White House. And what the reporters have collectively done now are yeah. is they are trying to do a divide mm-hmm. and conquer right. Right, because some people say that Trump is mm-hmm. an egotist etc., etc., etc. So they right. figure, make Dr. Fauci right. and Dr. Uh, Burke, right. which is the the dude from the he place called him Dr.
0: Bricks. <laughs> <I laughs> anyway, anyway,
2: and he's up there on the desk talking about right. Dr. Briggs, but it's Burke's. It's spelled Bricks, but it's Burke's, right? right? And so. They're trying to do divine and conquer and try to give them a shot at it. Give them a crack at it. You know, they are your health professionals. You know, just little ill shit. But anyway, look. Dr. Fauci. So here's a picture of Dr. Fauci, right? Everyone has been talking about Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. And Dr. Fauci is uh, the person that should definitely be listened to because he knows what's happening more than anyone else well guess what people come to find out back in october the chinese government knew that um that this was transferring the coronavirus was transferring person to person right right you don't have to take my word for it just do the research all you have to do is just google you have a computer in your hand. All you have to do is Google and some of the less than intelligible uh, uh, opinions that I see out there would be dispelled if you would just read and research. They they would be dispelled, right? So So, anyhow. They were talking about, so they knew this, and then the right. World Health Organization put out a tweet saying that yeah. it wasn't necessarily that bad, and it wasn't right. uh, passing person to person, because they right. got the information from China, who said it wasn't passing person to person, right. but China knew back in October that it was passing person to person, right? right? So by December, it got real bad. By right. January, what do we have? We had the Super Bowl, right? Spread then. Right. February we had the All Star game. Right, it had a chance to spread to multiple right. people flying in from different places right. around the world. Right. a lot of people from China flying in, flying in. Right, do we do we get this now? Right? right, but information and fact. It doesn't matter where it comes from. Now we will tell you all the time that we have never been right. and never will be right. Republican. never voted Republican always been Democrat however the talking heads on the television right now on the different channels are not telling you the truth and it is sad to say the MSNBC full of talking heads right uh, CNN full of talking heads it was this one talking head that was over on on the weekend right black guy right just hired in it's like Chris Matthews went out. They brought a black guy in. Cool. That's that's reverse. Mm-hmm. That's okay. But this guy, Trump, had just come from off a of television saying that the uh, hydro uh, uh, hydrochloroquine. Hydro-chlor- that's right. Yeah, hydrochloroquine. Yeah. A lot of patients who have lupus. lupus yeah. Uh, use that right. and they seem to not be getting symptoms of right. the coronavirus. Right. Now, we've talked about this and I wrote a, a, a piece on my uh, page on a certain uh, social media site that doesn't want to be advertised because they don't need advertising, advertise so we're not going to mention it here but it's there and you're seeing right. us here as well as YouTube, right? right? You're seeing us there as well as YouTube. But it goes on he, he, they go on to say mm-hmm. that uh, I lost my train of thought there for a minute. I gotta get it back. What's the last thing? Oh, you were
0: talking about with the uh, hydrochloric... That's right.
2: Hydrochloric. So, so he sits up there and he gets off and he brings a doctor on and, and right. he says, I talked to some of the people at right. the um, Lupus Foundation right. and they say that Lupus that people who have lupus are not immune to drugs. That's not what Trump That's said. That's not what
0: he said. See, when you're home, like we said last week, and you're able to actually sit and actually watch the press conferences because right. you want to stay up on this COVID-19, right? Right? So when you're sitting down and you're actually watching the press conference and you compare it to what the talk reporters who are, some of them are talking heads, right? Mm -hmm. And this particular one that you're talking about is completely a talking head. Because he did not report what had just been reported by the doctors. They say listen to the doctors and scientists, right? Mm -hmm. So we are, we're listening, we're watching. And he's saying the total opposite. And he's turned it into like sensational news instead of bringing the real news.
2: Instead of bringing the real news. So you notes. have to,
0: like, bits and pieces. We talked about the other day how um, you know, we'll learn a little bit from CNN, we'll learn, you know, you learn a little bit from Fox. But I haven't learned anything from uh, MSNBC, which is so disappointing. Because they spend time, like, bashing instead of bringing information. We
2: are in the middle of a war a pandemic
3: right.
0: that
2: is killing people, right. and they're still on making Stop Donald Trump a Stop. one-term president. That's cool. Stop the
0: politics. To be
2: uh, to to be about making Donald Trump a One one-term time. president. Right, but
0: in this instance, you want him to win there to win. are a lot of line, lies lives on, on, on the line. A lot of lives on the line. A so line. <laughs> I mean, so it's just like. Stop all of this politics and just let's get the medication. Let's save lives. Do we need to be done? Stop all of this childish elementary back and forth. You know, and report the real news. Stop playing games because it's too many people now, many people now across the world who are literally at home, right? Reading,
3: mm-hmm. right?
0: As well as watching the different um, interviews. And we're able to compare the truth Versus the shit that they're making up, it's crazy.
2: Yeah, the the hydrochloroquine right is working on patients. Right. And what they did today was, was, the media was like, "Why are you pushing this?" Looking right. at like looking at Donald Trump. Okay, it's fine. Donald Trump is not the greatest president that ever lived, but right. we but we forget history, right. His story and our story in this country. Right. There have been many presidents. Many. There have been presidents that are stumped down bigots and racists, they right. would be out there with a hood on lynching right. too. Right. We forget our history and the struggle and how we came through. And that, that that's the main thing. But right. it's not about where right. truth comes from. Because when truth is, when you are able to discern what truth is, right. then you can listen and right. say, boom, that's right. true. Now, Fox News has a slant, right. you know. They're race. You yeah. could consider them racist, but then so is MSNBC, owned right. by Comcast. Who right. Comcast went to go gut the 1866 right. Civil Rights Act. Well, we now have to prove 100% beyond right. a reasonable doubt that it is discrimination. Uh, discrimination before you can even take a person to court. 1866. They did that right. with the Byron Allen. We right. talked about that. Go look at right. that on some of our other episodes. Right. But we tried to warn you about it. So, right. what's the difference? And let's not yes,
0: m- forget the reporter who made the stupid comment about Kobe. Right.
2: On MSNBC. On um, MSNBC. So, the, the, there, so there is racism and then there is right. racism. There are right. bigots and then there are people who practice racism and take right. things away from black people. Right. And this is what we're talking about. So, In Fox News, Sean Hannity had a piece that I chopped up a little bit. So this is under fair use as we play this. This is under fair use, and we're going to play this because he makes some points here, and we're going to stop because we're critiquing this, and we're going to stop along the way and go through this. But he opens up about Dr. Fauci and what Dr. Fauci actually said. Now, right. remember, we prefaced this by October, the Chinese knew. Right. Right? In right. November, the health, the World Health Organization put out a tweet that said this was not threatening to America. It was right. not spreading. Right. Then Dr. Fauci comes out in January. And this is what Dr. Fauci says in January. And we're getting ready to play this right now.
4: Fauci didn't realize the true threat of the virus on January 21st. Take a look. Bottom line, we don't have to worry about this one, right? Well, I, you know, obviously you need to take it seriously and do the kinds of things that the CDC and the Department of Homeland Security are doing. But this is not a major threat to the people in the United States. And this is not something that the citizens of the United States right now should be worried about. Once-
2: Okay, so let's stop that right there. He says in January. Now, what was Donald Trump saying in January? He was saying the same thing, but he was in campaign mode. Now, I'm not taking up for the man, you know what I mean? Like I said, you know, we're not gonna vote for him, but what he is doing, some of the policies are good for black people, and you have to look at that. You have to look at that and say, hmm, so, when he was saying that he's tracking this, obviously, right. from the health, because the health organization started tracking it in October when, okay. it, when it first started to open up in okay. Wuhan, right? Here's Dr. Fauci in January right. 14th saying that it is not a problem, right? right? So let's move forward here. But here, Dr. Fauci is saying that, right? But they were getting faulty information from China. China. So right. for some reason, MSNBC and CNN do not want to place blame, right, on China. Where it comes from, I, I believe that China must have some. St- they do. They oh, have no. some stock Stop in MSNBC okay. NBC, okay. through probably through Comcast. They right. probably own some of Comcast and they probably own right. some of CNN. Right. I never thought it, but that's the reason. Man, you have to be objective. You have to be use objective. Those critical thinking skills. You have to use mm, critical thinking skills, right? So let, let, let's continue on with this. Study
4: in the U.S. found if China had been been honest sooner, the, that study ninety five percent of all of this could have been prevented. The mob and the media they don't care about truth; they're, they're just worried about scoring cheap political points. as
2: see, now this is what we've been talking about. Now we didn't hear mm-hmm. Hannity talk about. This like you know, I don't watch Fox News all the time. Yeah, oh but I went, morning. But but I went to YouTube, I said, Well let me check on what right. Fox News say because unfortunately right. you know what's funny is Fox News actually has journalists. Yeah. And what what's funny is even though they have a slant, they tell you both sides. Right. It's not an echo chamber all the time right. of the person saying the same thing right. and over and over, and it's just one big echo, and right. they never show you the other side. Right? Like MSNBC and CNN has never covered right. this story about Dr. Fauci. Right. They only covered it. Dr. Fauci is more qualified than Donald Trump. That's poor. Journalism. And when you're
0: able to compare the two, because like in the morning we'll watch MSNBC, CNN, as well as Fox, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're able to filter through and watch the reporting from each of the different channels. The different and channels. you're able to take in all of the information. Like uh, I was telling you the other morning, I said, this is the first time that anybody, I can't think of the reporter, the black reporter on um Of Fox Mm -hmm. News, but she brought in um, someone. It was a black CEO, and he broke down how to go about obtaining your um, the business through the federal government. The
2: the small business. The small
0: business grant. Yeah, and no one else had ever broke it down like that, mm-hmm. you know. So I appreciate them bringing information to the table. So you have to kind of like move around and just keep an eye on, watch all the channels, take in as much information like as possible.
2: Because they're not they're purposely if they're on a slant, right? It's one thing to be on a slant, right, and, and cover the news and cover both sides and be right. slanty, and but you get both sides. Another yeah. to be. Uh, on a slant, but never bring anyone on that's right. on the opposite opinion. Yeah, right that, that it's just it's just poor journalistic integrity right. not being uh, uh, journalistic inter- integrity not being uh, Executed Thus, it's poor journalism. Let's, let's go on. Let's go on with this it's
4: demonstrated by fake news Acosta today. Take a look and where is dr fauci Uh, i don't know but every time you ask that question whenever he's not here you look you say where is he and you'll say is there a problem how many times have i said if he cured cancer uh they criticize him for that i think i've been proven correct
2: this is not the time to be criticizing the dude okay there's a lot of things going on there's a whole nother possible war. Which that's what we're going to be talking about when we review Mad Max 1 and Mad Max 2 today. Right. When you open when you open up about Mad Max, right. which we're going to get to, it has to do with oil. Yes. It has to do with the superpowers. Right. And it has to do with war. There is a war opening up. Right. There was a meeting that's supposed to happen on Monday to just give you a little bit about what's going on with OPEC. Mm-hmm. What's going on with Russia mm-hmm. and Saudi Arabia? Right. But they canceled the meeting. Mm. And the gas prices are getting lower and lower.
3: Mm.
2: And we're going to get to that. But there's a lot going on in the world. Right. And it has to do with this coronavirus, COVID 19. Right. 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 And these people are still on what they're on. Let's continue on with it. But when you, again, when you hear something that's true, it doesn't matter where it's coming from. Right. Right. Because, again, unfortunately, they are covering it better. You're getting a fair and balanced, even though they're on a slant, you're mm-hmm. getting a fair and balanced review. You seeing. I'm seeing more black people on that station yeah. than I'm seeing on the others. Right? Here Correct, unfortunately.
4: Joyless Behar tried to get California Governor Gavin Newsom to say bad things about the president. Unfortunately, for Joyless, it did not go as planned. Take a look.
3: Do you feel like you have to feed this guy's ego to get the respirators
0: and to get the PPEs? Is that what's going on?
4: All I can say is, from my perspective, the relationship has been strong. And I'm not doing it to kiss the ring. I'm not doing it uh, in a way, you know, that I, I'm just being. For, forthright with the president he, he returns calls he reaches out uh, he's been proactive uh, we got that mercy ship down here in Los Angeles that was directly because he sent it down here An important.
2: okay so Joy Behar she is funny as a comedian right. she's good on the show as right. a host but it's somewhere where you put that aside when it's time to fight a war Right. you have to put that aside now right. you just don't like the guy and, right. and it's getting to me as looking at it as it's starting to become jealousy yeah. because he was able to do something that no one expected him to be able to do right. and right now he's starting to look very presidential okay. coming out with these press conferences right. I mean, right. uh, briefs every day right. answering the questions and the reporters are not I don't know if they're afraid if they're not going out and actually doing the footwork because right. of the COVID nineteen, but they could answer a lot of these questions instead of, of getting on the phone. Not not just getting on the phone, they have to actually go, go and the see. Being a they reporter. have to go and see.
3: Right. Because
2: the people on the phone are gonna be slanting and if you're right. trying to find a slant right. to write negative stories, then you're not gonna get it and it's a it's a right. disservice to the American well, people. Well at
0: one of the press conferences, do you remember um they had to tell the reporters why don't you go do research we're telling you that there's an issue in this particular state you're the reporters go out and do the footwork, go on, do the footwork. They're, lazy. they're lazy but the thing is as far as like the people like the Joy behars and a lot of the other like let's say uh rich right um different celebrities who want to jab at the president or whatever see they can afford to sit back at home and, and jab But us everyday working people who need to get this virus over with so so we can go on with our everyday lives and get back to work, we don't have time for the childish banner. They have time for the childish banner because they're rich, right? But the everyday working person, Really, we all need him to win because we need this virus over with.
2: And we need the virus over And we with. need
0: lives saved. We need lives so saved. So it's not a game. It's not So a when game. I see these people playing back and forth and stuff, I'm like, you people are really detached. Detached?
2: Detached. Detached. Because there's going. a lot of
0: people losing their lives. Let's keep going. report from
4: New York State's Health Department, Department of Health. Let me read from page 30. It says, quote, during a severe influenza pandemic... There is...
2: Now, this is back in 2017. They gave recommendations to Governor Cuomo, and Governor Cuomo did this. Likely to
4: be a projected shortfall of ventilators, 15,783 during peak week demand. After reading this report, Cuomo, he purchased zero ventilators for New York. By the way, Smallest geographical location with oh, 11 million people, New York City. Instead, he instructed the commission to figure out ways to ration the existing 2,000 ventilators. He wouldn't buy them, but he wasted $750 million on a solar pro- uh, project, another $600 million on another idiotic project, $90 million on a, on a light bulb project, and he wouldn't buy the ventilators. Now, because of an executive order also in New York, any prescription of the potentially life-saving treatment, hydroxychloroquine, if you want it, well, you you gotta go to the hospital system, which is already overrun. The mob in the media, oh, they love Governor Cuomo. They treat him like he's a hero. Well, he failed the people of New York. Dr. Fauci. Okay, people, so look. That's, that's,
2: uh, every time that Donald Trump tries to bring that up. The media is not covering it. They're not writing articles that here it was an opportunity for this man to have fifteen thousand ventilators. Right. He went on to something else. Right. He did something else with it. Right. What my my question is this. Okay. What good is all the green? Mm-hmm. What's up with all the green, uh the green uh, energy. Oh, that Nancy if, Pelosi yeah, yeah. pushed in the well, But what's up with yeah. all the green energy? If yeah. you're not here, if you can't even breathe, if, you, if, I mean, if you're, like you're not here, virus, if you right. got a virus that's going on. Right. Now, check this out. Now, as you see, in Atlanta, Georgia, right. it's going down in the hospitals, and they're not yeah. covering this. You see, yeah. you see, I have the. I yeah. you have to make sure you have black images of yeah. when you represent for yourself. You right. see. You have to have the bandana, the mask, or something. Right. But it's going down in Atlanta. The hospitals, people are dying in well, the hospitals, and they are not showing this on the news. If it wasn't for Yvette Cornell right. dropping it and actually yeah. playing the audio yeah. on it, you wouldn't. We wouldn't even know that this is going on. Right. But get your mask, people. Practice the distancing. Listen. Right. If you want to know what right. what will happen in the future, possibly. Right. All you have to do is just read history. All you have to say is the 1918, 1917, 1918 pandemic. Right. What happened? How long did it last? The pandemic lasted from January uh, 1918 mm-hmm. to uh, December of 1920. Wow. That's two years. What have we been telling you up here about what they said? They right. said first the 15 days because they knew the, 40, the uh, 45 days was going to be on top of us from the models from other countries. Right. So we're now in the now they're saying stay at home for 30 days so right. that maybe the 15 days can be lighter and we might be able to get over this. Right. But pretty much a pandemic if you look at the last one it was right. 100 years ago right. lasts for two years and that's what most of the scientists are saying. Eight months and we broke that down and why and gradually that information starts to come out they start to figure it out for the people but when you take geography you understand what's happening in the southern and the northern hemisphere we talked about that last week go back and listen to that episode we told you about that right? Right? so it could possibly be two years to clean everything out can you survive for two years Right. right Which brings us now to, uniquely brings us to our guest of the evening. Let me bring this down. The guest on the film review, taking in the opportunity to be on during the, what we call the coronavirus
1: shutdown, new
2: normal let me cut that off, the new, the shutdown, the new normal, reviewing independent filmmakers, directors, writers, and their films, right? Because, why? Because we don't believe that your promotion and marketing has to stop because there is a shutdown. You can still go forward, you can still push, You can still make it happen. Yeah. Right? And this is what we're about. So let me give you a brief introduction to the person that's coming on. PJ Barnes is coming on. He is an actor, director, writer, producer. In the game, from a very young age, PJ Barnes first hit the stage in middle school. Right? But before middle school, as a youngster, he would entertain his family members, right? Uh, you know, a lot of people stand up in front of their family, yeah. sing, dance, act, yeah. out scenes, and the yeah. old people say, go on ahead there, boy, you're gonna be something someday, <laughs> boy, we see it, right? So he got yeah. the acting book, young as a young, young adolescent, right? And then, as he went through in middle school, he got got on stage and caught the acting bug for real. In high school he choreographed Footloose, which was the spring musical at that time, right? So, he went from acting mm-hmm. into choreography, right? And, you know, if you remember the movie Footloose, mm-hmm. that's not easy choreography to do. You have to have some technical skill, and then you, right. you're you dealing with an ensemble cast right. that has to move in unison and not bump into each other when they're doing the high flip. Anyway, right. Screwed Up TV was formed with college buddy Keith Wellborn while uh, PJ Barnes was in college. He's gone on to produce multiple films such as Run, House of Healing, Mm -hmm. The Players, which we are reviewing this evening and he has one called Short Bus TV. Now, if you haven't had a chance to check out uh, Screwed Up TV, he will have you laughing. Even in the middle of this COVID-19 yeah. situation, the timing, right. the comedic timing on this right. is just uh, incredible. So people, right. without further ado, yes. and without waiting any further, people, What we who we have coming on now, ladies and gentlemen. The first he can put this down in his laurels. He is the first to take the opportunity to Mm -hmm. submit his film to the coronavirus shutdown, the new normal interview. And film review segment on the film review movies music culture politics society podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, on the line is no other than P. J. Barnes. P. J., are you there? Hey, what's
1: going on,
2: yes Hey, what's going on Hello. with you? How are you doing?
1: Good.
2: Uh, definitely appreciate oh, you. Doing all right? Uh, definitely appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, uh, being the
1: first, yes. How's
2: it feel being the first?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, man, it feels good, man. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't know I was the first until a few minutes ago, but I'll take it. You know, <laughs> number one, I, uh, yeah, um, I, I, I'll, I'll
2: take any civil lining. I think it's I can get out of this whole situation. Man, I appreciate yeah. it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so let's start here because I gave the brief bio on you, right, and people can uh, read more on. The I, your IMDB page, right? And then of course yeah. in the end, we're going to have you tell how they can get in contact with you at the end of the interview. But first off, what's happening, what's happening in North Carolina right now with the COVID-19? What, what's the, what are the, what do the streets look like? What, what are the people doing? Are they, uh, are they staying true to the 30 days or people kind of loose with it? What's going on?
1: Yeah, well, one thing for certain, man, is like I mean, the streets are dead. It a, a, a lot of places that definitely closed down. North Carolina is part of the South, man, and this is like the least kind. Of the South has been. Everybody's like staying away from each other, and usually everybody used to hugging each other and getting upon each other and handshaking and, and having long conversations. And uh, I've been out like a few times, you know, just to get groceries here and there, man. Uh, but it, it it's like I, I, it's like what I assume. Uh, a lot of what the world is looking like right now. A lot of dead streets, a lot of people with masks, nobody. And nobody even really conversated too much with, with each other, you know. Uh, it definitely, it's definitely, is definitely interesting, man. It, it's weird how, like, the other day I was, I was uh, moving up into an office and I had a bandana on the whole time. And I was like, man, a week ago, people would've been looking at me crazy if I had a bandana moving computers out of an office, you know <laughs> 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 but, Like, now, it's like, 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 nobody bats mine or anything. It's a, weird, it's a weird, strange new world that, that we're uh, moving into, man. And I'm just, just trying to stay safe, man. Um, I got a three-year-old and a one-month-old here at the house, man. We're trying to stay sanitary and everything. So it, it's, it's definitely an adjustment period, but I'm, I'm doing okay. Mm-hmm.
2: And then how did you, did you uh, stop up initially or did you wait for a while or did you say, hmm, this seems like this is serious and let me get my let me get my bunker together, so to speak,
1: and yeah, so. Well, so, so, I mean, I think uh, when it first started happening, I, I think like uh, I feel like most of the country uh, didn't take it as serious, you know, because of yeah. being 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 in America, man. We're not we're not used to anything crazy happening to us, you know. We're only used to hearing stuff on the news. So, I mean, I think even like back in January, like when we first started hearing stuff about it it was like there were a few Corona jokes here and there like i hope they don't all come back to life and, be <laughs> and three months later you know it's here and so i mean i didn't i didn't necessarily stock up immediately because i mean whenever i buy a toilet paper i buy enough for a month or two <laughs> you know like like 24 rolls of toilet paper so we were pretty good my parents lived down here too and so uh we finally ran out of the toilet paper like maybe last week and i just Took uh, took a five minute trip up the street, to my parents' house, and got some toilet paper. Came back home, you know. Uh, but I mean, before I took that five minute trip, I, I, I checked around the stores, man, and there was, there was none anywhere. It, it, I mean, I can't imagine who's sitting there with four hundred rolls of toilet paper in house. You know, I don't know what they're what they're gonna do with that.
2: Wow. So does it because you're into yeah. sci-fi? You're into sci-fi, and, and I guess sci-fi kind of breeds into. Because if you watched, uh, what was that? Mm. Uh, World War Z. That's kind of sci-fi-ish and right. zombie situation going on. So it kind of branches yeah. into sci-fi horror. Are you looking at the streets in North yeah. Carolina and saying, if I could just get some people together, we could make a cold zombie
1: movie that could come uh, from out okay. of oh, nowhere. Man. Yes, sir. Oh, come <laughs> on, man. <Like, laughs> uh, in think, fact, I think that first so North, or, or Mecklenburg County is, is where I'm at. I, I'm at Charlotte, man. They they were on we lockdown maybe three weeks ago. And I think maybe like that first day after a few people kind of get, got out there and, 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 and try to shoot a few things. Because I mean, as a filmmaker, man, anywhere you look, all you see is decks. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, like, there's no other time that those that the streets are going to be deserted. So we had to do something. I, I did one small little project with, with a buddy of mine and then after that it, it became a little touristy. I was, upset, I was more so upset because uh, currently working on uh, another feature film that we want, that we wanted to shoot in April but due to this whole thing we kind of had to pull back a bit and now and now we have to wait until this all goes over to kind of get that back back up and running but it, I mean yeah definitely. not like, like I look outside and I see like eight different movies happening at one time Let me <laughs> just get out of with masks on so we can do this.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in, in normal life, three weeks ago,
1: <laughs>
2: seems like, it seems like an eternity now, but three weeks ago, what the, what's the life of an independent filmmaker like for, for, for the upcoming filmmakers coming up, the youth that are coming up? What can you tell them? What, what, what are some of the steps you have to do? But what's the daily life when you wake up in the morning, you're looking at this script? What do you go through? Yes, yeah, so, so I've been doing this personally
1: for uh, just a little over a decade, man, which to me seems crazy because I've done anything for that long, man. So, uh, but it like all of my filmmaking comes from the necessity of trying to get myself out there. You know what I mean? Like where like, straight when I got out of college, I got like an agent. I started doing a few commercials, but all the commercials I did, um, I couldn't really use that footage for a real. Like I did a Burger King commercial and all I did in that commercial was, like, walk to the counter. I'm like, I'm acting. I can't put it on my wrist and prove that I'm a good actor. I can't prove that I'm a person who walks, you know? And so then I was like, okay, well, okay, well how, how do I get myself out there without having to rely uh, on getting cast on something? And I've been, you know, writing since I was a kid, you know, I, I've, been, I've been kind of put on my own shows. So um, it, I think a lot of my uh, success is coming from me just, Willing stuff into existence, you know, or, or not being afraid to take a risk, uh, and, and learning along the way. So we, 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 when we shot our first thing back in high school or, or even college, you know, I was thinking, okay, well, pick up the camera, um, and start shooting. Realize, okay, we, we, we probably need a solid script so we can cut it together. Cool. We'll get a script together and now let's shoot it. Okay, now we gotta do it from different angles. So how about like, it all comes from just getting up, and doing it, and realizing that there's never, ever, 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 and this goes for writing and and filming and almost anything you do. There's never going to be the perfect time to do something. You just gotta make that time of your own, so and, and and just get up and do it. You know, if, if you if you're someone out someone out there who has uh, a, a film idea in mind, uh, get a camera and, and, and your phone. So that like I, I, I've shot full short films on my on, on, on my phone. And this is back when I had a uh, and iPhone Seven Plus, and we're shooting 4K, mm-hmm. and we and we, and we, had, uh, we had we had sound equipment, we had good lighting, and we were able to put something I shot on my phone onto a big movie a movie theater screen and mm-hmm. lose no quality. You know what I mean? So you don't don't like when I first started, it cost like twenty thousand dollars just to get some film. You know what I mean? Now you got you got digital, you got everything. So so there's there's not the excuse there was back then. Uh, to not do it, it's all, it's all about getting up and starting the film. You know, get your buddies together. um, and, and don't just start shooting. Rehearse it a few times. Just make sure everybody's on the same page. You know, I see a lot of filmmakers get out there and shoot the first thing and they get so excited just to be filming and they get mad because they, they got the friends as actors and then the acting is bad. I'm like, well, you got, did y'all rehearse it or did you audition for it? You know? Uh, it, it it's one of those things where I, I, I get up in the morning, I, I start thinking about my ideas, I talk like, to my people, start writing down, you know, uh, we, we now have a thing where we have like weekly, little writers meetings or whatnot, and we come up with ideas, say, hey, this is an idea, this is a good idea to film, let's choose this day, and literally just commit to it and do it. You know, that's, there, I mean, it, it, as creatives, it's hard for us to be disciplined and organized sometimes, but, in order to flourish, man, like, 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 you gotta, you gotta have a little bit of this somewhere, and and, and just that that drive to get it out there. If, if you never start, then it's never gonna get finished.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, in, in the film that we're gonna review tonight, the players, which is, uh, yes, I mean, we're not gonna say yet. We're gonna, we're gonna get a review. Um, there's two two sequences in there where there are. Um, mm-hmm. ensemble cast, right? More yeah. than two people, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. would, would, would I be able to say that the people who are the um, I would call them day players, the ones that did the um yeah, right. dinner theater? Would, would I say? Would I be mm-hmm. wrong in saying that those are actually your people and the people who were in the? Scene that was in the dining room area of the um, Airbnb. Would, would, would I be would I be wrong in saying that they were people who you probably casted? You probably sent a casting call out for. Or is Correct.
1: It... Yes, yeah, sir. Um, nine. nine, nine uh, so yeah, all, all small, all, all the day players. I sent a um casting call out. Um, and except except for one, well, except for one of them. And this goes back to you know never being like, like never being afraid to ask or something. But like so, so one of them was this uh, YouTuber who had uh, like an entertainment news show. He, he's also a comedian, and I like I, I was watching him every morning on YouTube every, every day on YouTube do his thing, and I was like, it'd be it'd be cool to have this guy in our film, and I didn't know if he if he could act, but I knew he was a performer, and I knew how he acted as a person. So I wrote. His character, um, pretty much this is a, this is a bigger version of him. And just sent him a Twitter, and he said, "Yeah, I'll do it." And then he, and, you know, I paid him the same day rate, right, day right as everybody else, and he was in the film. You know, what I mean, uh, so go out there, like going out there and casting, you know, then like like that's what kind of helps bring your story to life. Because if, if you're just using people who, who you know, then that that those are the limitation that that you have it's, it's not hard to uh, get on the casting site take your project projects up on actors uh, access or any kind of casting and put out a casting call you know uh a lot of things i think that holds people back is the lack of knowledge to get out there you know it's easy for you to get your move your film onto an itunes or a netflix or an amazon or, or anything it's, it's not that hard to get your film in front of people in theaters as long as you know uh, the proper channels, you know? So, uh, yeah, I, I I did a casting call for all the roles who I didn't personally, you know, obviously when, when making it the two leads, me and Keith, you know, we knew who we wanted to be. Mm -hmm. And I think for the players, um, that was it actually. Uh, I I think everybody else, we, we found a casting call for, um, the character, Al, actually, the character, Al, we, uh, we're getting ready for the casting call that day, so let's say that the auditions were happening at one o'clock that afternoon. Mm-hmm. So at ten o'clock that morning, uh, me, me, Keith, and our two uh, uh, PAs came, and we did uh, like just a, a regular team building, like uh, acting workshop. And the person who was leading that workshop, we were like, "Man, this guy looks like he'd be a really good actor." Mm-hmm. We've already we've already up these auditions, like let right? let let let's, let's respect those guys. But so we went to the auditions with all the owl auditions, and we realized, oh, that guy from this morning—that's our owl. And mm-hmm. so we went back to him and pitched it to him, and then he chose to uh, take the role. And that little fear, that little fear space that we were in—it's mm-hmm. his own personal theater, so that uh-huh. we were able to get that location as well. No, oh, okay,
2: that, that's that's real good. But uh, let, let me tell you, mm-hmm. I, I could I could tell some of the scenes in the cutting. Mm-hmm. That you you cut it uh, you cut it real well, but the scenes with the people who were supposed to be the ones who were your team, uh, you and your brother's team in the film, it it, it, it seems so natural. It seemed like they were there, and then the, I guess it must have been then tension, uh, the, the the build up tension within the uh, the uh, dining room scene, and that that was the built up yes, tension, sir. but. Uh, so, what is your five-year future plan? What are you looking five years out to be doing?
1: Uh, so, current, so, so, recently, within the past
3: year and a half, we upped our production schedule so more for uh, uh, web content, but we're also trying to keep our uh, short film features going. So, uh, currently, we are working on a brand-new
1: feature film, uh, we're, we're, we've been, we're kind of, we've we finished the script. We're doing a few, few rewrites. for this. We're doing some, uh, initial, initial casting for that. And we're hoping to, uh, get a, a, uh, we'll say a B-level actor, a, a, a B-level actor, uh, uh, which would help hopefully bring a name to our film and help us give us, give us more moves. But, you know, um. Five years from now, out of you know being in our studios, producing uh, our, our, our web series, our sketch comedy, and uh, be, be constantly working on a bigger project. So I, I have a few different crews where uh, I want to get to the point where they're able to work on uh, a sketch without me being there. You know, work on a web series without necessarily me, me being there. So I can work work on more so um, the business aspect, which is one on, on one side. Getting these uh, features and short films out, and on the other side, uh, we have this program where we take actors in. Uh, we we write the art they they uh, pretty much they're in the same boat that I was. You know, they're they're out there auditioning, but they're not getting the role that they want. And so we'll actually take them in. We'll write a scene for them, uh, and they'll kind of choose through our talent pool. Decide, okay. Uh, I like these actors that, that, that you guys use in these sketches. I want them to be in my sketch. And so then we kind of from the ground up work on their own project where they, they have like a sketch featuring them.
2: And then, uh, we, we shoot their sketch. They have the sketch now for, you know, their demo reels, the talent festivals. And once they, uh, participate in our program, they get added to the talent pool where the next person comes along and choose, and, and maybe if they choose them for their project, they, not only get some more footage, but then they actually get to make a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. So we're in the middle of trying to get uh, uh, the business model in line as far as bringing, bringing in actors and helping them uh, get demo reels and, and sketches to help them further their career, as long as on our side we're trying to stay creative and create content, be it sketch comedy, web series, short family feature. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you in this film right here, the players. The okay. metaphor in it is strong. We're going to talk about that. I don't want to get that away right now. But I'm going to tell you that the cinematography and the use of film grammar
3: mm-hmm. that
2: you have
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, beautifully done. Yeah. The, the, the pull out from right from um, uh, your well your brother in the film when he's there, when he's doing mm-hmm. the first audition in front of the big agent that your your conspirator yeah. has set up. And they pull out from him yeah. and they pull and expose the room and show who's what beautifully done storytelling the angles beautifully done the lighting Beautifully done um the script. The, yeah, the script great writing really witty. The, yeah, there's a twist <laughs> in it and, 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 and You know and it's uh, the a comedy in it. Yeah. So uh, for people who have not seen Uh, screw up TV, tell them where they can find your movies, find you, everything. Give them all your social media so they can look you up and they can get in contact with you. Absolutely. And and let me say this, let me say this before you get it. I said all that to let people know that Mm -hmm. you definitely need to get in contact with uh, PJ.
3: Yes.
2: At Plymouth uh, Barnes, right? (laughs) Because his work. Yes. Yep. It, the, the, the time and effort is put into the work and we can see that it's yeah. not uh, fly by night no. it, it, it's structured, it's yeah. thinking yeah. and it's theatrical as well as cinematic yeah. so that's what I want to say, so go ahead and give out your information
1: I appreciate that yes sir, um, at ScrewTV S-C-R-E-W-U-P TV, that's on YouTube uh, that's on Facebook, Facebook we have all of our content on there uh, we have the players on there. We we we've been dropping all of our content, especially more recently, due to everything going on, due to people kind of being stuck inside. So certain projects that we had taken on the festival run a while ago, we're now pulling them back off the docket and then releasing it to the public. So screw TV on Facebook, follow us on my Instagram. Screw TV. We have content uh, four or five times a week. Whether it's uh, music, we do Music Mondays, we do Dad Joe Tuesday. I'm I'm
2: really about the arts. And supporting the art. So we have different people coming in and and showcasing. But yeah, Screw TV, Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter and YouTube. And again, this whole thing we plan on having pretty much not uh, uh, content. Or uh, two sketches tomorrow, uh get up get up this week. Uh one hopefully on Wednesday and the other one hopefully on Saturday. But yeah, Screw Up TV, look for the red right hand. Mm-hmm. and uh t- so they can contact you there or do you have an email or a ig oh, yes, handle uh, yes,
1: e- uh, yes, so, uh, email us uh screw tv at gmail.com uh screw tv at gmail. Dot, uh, dot, at gmail.com and all of our handles are at screw tv okay
2: spell spell the email form just in case they're not getting the uh, getting the pronunciation yeah, no yeah go ahead uh, T V at gmail that is
1: E W U P T V at g-m-a-i-l dot com that's it, it.
2: alright so we're getting ready to move on to the next part of this segment and we're going to review your film so stay tuned in Cause we're gonna break it down. Cause you know okay. we break down films, and we appreciate you, man. Because you are putting together some very entertaining yes uh, productions. Yes. Like, like I happened to look at the uh, sketch you did, where you were using people in different places telling the news. I mean, I, I was just cracking my side. And I said, "Yeah,
3: this guy, he
2: has it. He has it, right?" So. We're going to let you go, but appreciate we appreciate that. you. And you can yeah. put this in your laurels as being the first on the film review to take part in the coronavirus shutdown, the new normal interview yeah. and yeah. movie review <laughs> segment on the film review. Yeah.
1: And, and most so, definitely. I appreciate you guys so much. And we
2: will talk again, most definitely. Most
1: definitely. How? You guys be easy, stay safe out there. And I appreciate this opportunity.
0: Thank you. You too. too.
2: Thank you. Alright, All right, people. So, that was PJ Barnes. Yes. Right? Screwed up TV. Yes. The Players is the film. Yes. Let me move this over. Just finished talking to him. Let's move this over so that we can see the full range of it. Okay. Alright, so The Players, people. It's a film yes. about two brothers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it's, I could say that it's a comedy of tragedies. Yeah. Because it has the comedic in it, but yeah. it's a serious subject matter, right? Right. It's a tragedy,
3: yeah. right?
2: The metaphor in it with the the players, right, It's like talking about the stage and the players and right. film and the smiling mask and the yeah. sad mask yeah. it's, it's it's theatrical it's the tragedy right on film right it's a crime story right
3: yeah. Yeah.
2: and what makes this very interesting is remember how we talked about and not not to equate the two things but you know in psychology you can equate this right
3: yeah.
2: or kelly it, 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 when you listen to his 12 play album right. there's something where he talks about they were 14 and they used to laugh at me oh, yeah,
3: but
0: they don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they
2: don't laugh anymore haha they are laughing, laugh and you find out that R. Kelly somehow yeah. stuck in the 14 year old's mind right. oh, thus who he yeah. went to talk to her Mm-hmm. Young girls, because his mind was stuck <sighs> back to when they wouldn't give him any play. Right. This is serious stuff. People, people deal with that right. type of thing, right? Right. So it's the same thing. Not, not, not the same subject matter, but it's right. the same thing. It has to do because the two brothers are avenging, right. taking revenge right. against the man right. who abused their mother. Right they saw this abuse as right. children right. and this is so this is when I say that it's from the mentality yeah. of children yeah. they, they, these are full grown people right. but their their psyche was shocked yeah. so much as children right. that they stuck to this as soon as they, they, they seemed perfectly normal right. and they were making their way right. In I, we would guess the city right. is never really exciting, but some place right. where the industry of right. film right. and stage right. is right. popping, right. right? And as soon as they hear this name, right, they automatically pop back to what they did, yeah. and it automatically goes to the flashback, and yeah. it tells what's going on, right. right. And this is what it is. even though they're successful grown men, they were playing their way. As soon as they saw this name, it switches and it changes their whole direction in
0: life. Yeah, because not giving not giving a film away. Mm -hmm. But you know they have you know a pattern and they get they hustle on and they get that money. You Mm -hmm. have to watch the film, right? That's right. So, but like you said, when this. Uh, where a situation comes into play. Mm-hmm. It goes from just like instead of getting that big, big money, mm-hmm. it turns into something totally different. Something
2: totally different. And, totally different. Right? and there is a big twist in it. Right. There's a couple of twists in yeah. it. Because there is romance, a, a good. American film, like like right. um, European films don't necessarily have to have romance in them. Right. But a good American film, right. somewhere there becomes a love interest and right. the way that the love interest is connected into the story
3: yeah.
2: is twisting this story yeah. up so much that then there's a major twist right. and then there's a climactic ending that right. you will not forget. And this is what we love about the film. It's not
0: predictable at all. You know it's all types of twists and turns and it's just well written and it's very witty and we were cracking up in different parts of the film now
2: on the cinematography the camera angles the yeah. film grammar the way that they tell the story because for, like we've told you before people right. there's the script right. and then there's the way that the director and the cinematographer will take the script and choose the lenses and the angles that they're going to use right. to be able to tell a story. Filmmaking is more than just setting up a camera yeah. and doing a wide yeah. and a close-up. Right. It's angles. It's showing the the emotion of the person. A, yeah. a good angle can yeah. tell the emotion of the person before they even yeah. deliver the line. Where yeah. they, are they dominant? Yeah. Are they... Are they uh, recessive? Right. Are they straight on with what they're talking about? Are they devious about what they're talking about? Is the world cracked or is it still normal? So it's all these different things that are told in the film. This film has that film. It brand. does.
0: Because the good... Like the cinematography makes you become invested in the characters. Like you feel mm-hmm. like, you, you know mm-hmm. like you know them. Like you know... Watching this film, you can like see, like, like the chemistry. Like, these are brothers mm-hmm. who really care about each other, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so, I mean, like you said, the cinematography, you
2: know, you're invested. And it shows loyalty. It shows loyalty. And the scene that we talked about where it's not a zoom out,
3: mm-hmm.
2: it was a pull out. So, I don't know if a dolly was used or a steady cam, but it's a pull out well done, yeah. to adjust to. A static shot okay. so as the person is talking it starts mm-hmm. in on him mm-hmm. head and shoulders and then it starts to pull out and you see where he's at in the stage mm-hmm. then you see as the camera uh tracks over yeah. i mean it tracks back mm-hmm. and then it pans over to show him 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 on the stage and mm-hmm. who's actually listening to him that's a great yeah. film Grammar, yeah. great movement of camera. Yeah. The relationship that yeah. is built, the romantic relationship, right. how they're first building using a close in angle in the bump. but you, you see the wide room, and then mm-hmm. you see the bump mm-hmm. that happens, and it's a close in angle. Everything. Is telling a story. So it's not yeah. just setting up a camera. Yeah. So that's real good. That's what we looked for, yeah. you know, what we look for in film. Yeah, in
0: right? a script, like we said, it was just, it was witty. It mm-hmm. was just like well written. I mean, you understood the, everything, like from beginning to end. Actually, there wasn't a slow period in the film. No, no, I no. The pacing, about that the, pacing at all. The, the pacing is mm-hmm. good. The pacing is good.
2: Because it's, it, it, we're going to break down how it's structured in a second, but oh. they are actually as they derange down they're mm-hmm. actually socio psychopathic. Mm-hmm. Right. In a way. Right. But I would say more sociopathic. Right. Well because, that kinda of
0: sneaks up on you. Yeah, it does. That's why I mean it's just well just well written because it's just like little pockets of everything. Mm-hmm. Witty, you know, just witty. Just you know, just mm-hmm. right. And yeah. then just it's humorous and then it's just I mean, it's just full of emotions because I don't wanna give the movie away. You have to See See the the film, but I mean, the players, yeah, it's just full of like emotions. It's original, it's
2: originality, too. It's really, you know, like the the day players that were in it in the one scene where I thought that maybe they were people who he he had worked with before, right? The banter back and forth, right, just seemed as if it was as if it was natural, as right. if they had been there for you. So And a relationship with
3: their
0: mother, like I was saying, like, yeah. you can feel it, the emotion, they love their mom. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you watch the film, it's a What's great film, film, because you, not giving it away, but you, you kind of see why they did what they did, mm-hmm. you
2: know? And, 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 and it's a, There's twist within twist within twist because you don't expect things to happen the way they happen and so that's why it's a great film to watch Uh and on top of that they have a drone shot. They have a God shot (laughs) in it out of all the film grammar and the various angles (laughs) that they use, they utilize, they have a God shot in it people. I mean beautifully done Independent We can say that this is one of the best Independents that we've seen Right Mm -hmm. Using you know So people The film is within three acts Right It's non-linear Now the story is told non-linearly But it's within three acts How that works But it works Right The pacing is good Right it's theatrical, so you're feeling the stage yeah. and the use of theater actors. You know, remember we talk about how on film you're you, you usually speak from the diaphragm. You know, yeah, you, you don't scream you just be like you, Nick Nolte, we talked about yeah, yeah. that. What's the movie? With her uh, with him, him Barbara Streisand, Robert Streisand. And, uh um uh, uh, God. No. Wait, well, she's the psychiatrist and he's the patient and He's, he has a scene in there where he is yelling. But he's not really yelling. He's using his diaphragm and using emotion and, and using that. But he's not really raising his octave. Right? In this, they use theater actors so you hear the octave. But the mix on it is that good that it's not peeking the mic. It's not doing that. So, it's believable because they are in the theater setting. Right? Uh. It's a story of two brothers who have a single mission to get back at the man who abused their mom.
0: Prince of Ties.
2: Prince of Ties. That's right. Okay. If you want to see great film acting where the emotion is there, but his, 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 his tone doesn't change from when he delivers just calmly to when he gets uh, irate and angry. It's at the same tone, but he uses other features to make it seem like it's big. I can't believe yeah. And really, the tone never changed. So, beautiful work on that. Beautiful work on the miking. Yeah, the miking. You know what I'm saying? It, you, know, you can see it, the, the banter between the brothers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, the cinematography, 10, yeah. right? Yeah. The uh, story, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Through line, 10. Mm-hmm. The. Arc of the characters very right. important. Ten, right. the use of uh, thematic structure,
3: yeah.
2: and uh, along with film grammar, right, and the angles that's a ten. Right. Um, the individual ensemble players yeah. that would have to be strong to be able to act opposite the two leads. Yeah, and the uh, two leads are strong. Yeah, yeah, ten, right, right. I mean, all, all all together, so what would you rate the players?
0: I mean, I would rate it a 10 also, you know, for everything you said. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, I love the relationship between, like, the brothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just, it was, like, relatable. Like you said, the banner, like, it reminded me of, like, my guy cousins and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, in the relationship Amongst like the brothers and the cousins, and I mean it was it was real, mm-hmm. you know. And um, the cinematography. Oh, we didn't talk about the music also.
2: Oh yeah, the music. Go ahead. Go yeah ahead. Talk so, about about the, music, know, the music
0: also. The music was well placed in each scene, you know. Uh, the costume and design just. Just everything uh, we talked about the 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 couple, the romance, the scene. I mean, that was realistic.
2: You yeah, know, especially it was. Like how they, they met. How they yeah. met. Just,
0: you know. So how they met and how the relation grew. And then you'll see the film because. And and and. I in thought the about movie. the relationship. Like uh-huh. at the end of the, you know, I just I kind of I thought about the relationship because you'll see in the film the couple they're good together. hmm But because of the circumstances. You know, so I mean, it's just a great film. Well done, you know. Well written. Just, it was a great film, and you definitely, definitely have to see it. So, you know, I, I'm giving it a ten.
2: Yeah. What, what what's crazy about it is it shows loyalty between brothers. Yeah, it does. Right. Yeah. And, and Cause then, nothing
0: came between them. Yeah, yeah.
2: And, and you and and you figure you say, is this gonna do it? Right. And and, and it comes to find out that all the way through. Yeah. You know, they they come through with it, right? So people, so my rating, so you rated it a 10. No, let's see. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. I guess that comes up to an (laughs) average of 10. Yes, people. So the players right here, people, make sure that you see this. Yes. When they when they drop it out for you to see, yeah. make sure that you play it. It should be going up on uh, uh, a certain social media site that don't want advertising, so we don't advertise it. should be going there. It should be up on YouTube, which we are simulcasting right now on YouTube, right. blog talk, and that certain social media site. Yes. We are on it right now. Yes. But for me for everything that we said about this film. This yeah. is a great film to yeah. be the first film because we do not hold back punches. Yeah, because we, we tell we've given, it.
0: We've given I've given films the three before. <laughs> I, mean, I mean but, but yeah to be honest. So <laughs>
2: this is a great one to open up with to be the first to right. be on, yeah. on the coronavirus yeah. shutdown. The new normal right. interview uh director, writer, actor interview. A movie review yep. on the film review movies, music, culture, politics, and society and how you're able to do it you just send your secure screener you can right. secure it on YouTube you can secure it on Vimeo or if you have another site right. that you can send the link we will be able to look at your film securely right. you won't have to worry about it being bootleg because that's not what we do around here and you will be yeah. we will review your film right you will be seeing her recognized and appreciated, And you do not have to worry about uh, anything because we do this as yeah. a free. It's free, yeah. right? Because yeah. your promotion and marketing shouldn't stop because there yeah. is a COVID-19 shutdown yeah. globally. Yeah. People should be able to see you, yeah. see your work, yeah. push through. So when this yeah. pandemic lifts, if it's right. in a couple of months or... Eighteen months, like the previous one, a hundred years ago, or two years, as the scientists want.
0: And then it's like, and you're at home, so what do you want? You want great films to watch, right? Films to watch. So you definitely have to check out the
3: players.
2: That's right. You have to check out the players because look, the market is wide open. Because listen, while the studios, for some reason, decided to start. We talked about this last week, but I have right. to say it again. Green is a MF, right? Yeah. How the studios decided to do right. nineteen ninety nine. Right. For a film. Right. Now, what's that? Onward? Yeah, the cartoon. The cartoon. They are not charging nineteen ninety ninety nine forty. Wouldn't it like five or six ninety nine? Five, five ninety nine. 4 or 5 99 So they don't right?
0: have to charge 19
2: They don't have to $19. charge nineteen ninety nine. It's just greed. Right. And like I said, the bootleggers, those right. who do bootleg, like we said, right. we did, we did, we do come from Cleveland, Ohio, originally. Right. Now the bootleggers sit their camera up, they don't have to worry about somebody walking right. past with popcorn. They don't have to worry about somebody chewing popcorn, right. walking by the lens. Right. And they have a picture on their widescreen. And they put their RCA jacks mm-hmm. in and get the top quality sound. But they can make, they can have three films at sixty, right. and do three for something, whatever, and then they yes. come out and they break even after so many packages. I forget. Yeah. So after after seven packages, they broke yeah. even. Then after that, everything else is gravy. Because
0: I was just telling, you, I was talking to a family member on the phone, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And me and him, we was talking about how crazy. You know, these prices are on demand. Nineteen ninety nine. And how do you say that? And he was them? just like Exactly. Why, he, he was like, Exactly. He was like, why don't they if they're gonna do nineteen ninety nine, three for three for nineteen ninety nine? He said, I'm willing, he said, Tracy, I'm willing to pay nine ninety nine for a film. He said, But nineteen ninety nine is ridiculous.
2: Right, and that only leads into the bootleggers being able to have better sound. Right. right. So this is so to say all that, I'm saying it to say this. This is an open market for right. you to be seen, heard, recognized, and appreciated. Right. The opportunity to get your film pushed out there right. beyond the studio system because the studio system is down. There's no one going to the theaters right, right now, so how are they going to do something more on the internet than what you do and you've been on the internet? How are they gonna just come in and have everything and then charge big money for things that people yeah. aren't gonna pay that? I'm for? gonna say because
0: they're taking advantage of people in this situation. They are. There are many people who are not working. Not are, working. You know, um, who we, you see it on the news every day. They talk about the unemployment, the high unemployment numbers, right? Mm-hmm. And then so people, we need our food for gas and for food. We need money
2: for food, right? Yeah, That's right. what
0: we need our money for: food mm-hmm. and gas, right? Mm-hmm. So why would you go up in the prices? Because prior to this, uh, COVID-19 thing, I what swear, I don't, I don't remember $3.99. movies $3.99. on demand for nineteen ninety nine. dollars no. I think it was like nineteen ninety nine to own it maybe.
2: No, no, no. But it, wasn't not that much, it, wasn't, it wasn't even that much. It wasn't even that much. It was like
0: 14 or something? No, no. It was, it was but to rent it, it definitely was not nineteen ninety nine. So I think... Less you know, than
2: that, five, I think.
0: I think it's just wicked to you take know,
2: advantage of people like this. I think it's the long game. I keep on saying it. It's not getting nineteen ninety nine getting ninety a 100,000 people in nineteen ninety nine. It's mm-hmm. getting a million people at $2.99. That's the big game. Mm-hmm. Right? That's $3 million. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't most, know.
0: Because most people are like, forget it. They'll watch their Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. <laughs> you know.
2: So you know, because you get you get anyway, we talked about that last week. So go back and talk about that. But right. anyway, people, now we are moving. That's why you have to go out and see That's right. players. So make sure people that you take if you're a filmmaker or you know a filmmaker, pass this information on. Make right. sure that they submit to the film review, movies, right. music, culture, politics, and society. Right. Podcast live stream. Right. We're on all the various podcast providers over 19 different podcast providers right. with their apple iheart yes. spotify yeah. google play right. you name it we're on it right, right? so that means you're seeing and we're seeing in over 41 countries right now because we've been putting the work in right. and we are doing this because we want to see a robust right. independent right Film industry rides right. from this situation, right? Right. So, people, as we move on, let's see what we're talking about. Now, of course, people, we are talking about uh, our review for today, which is uh, Mad Max right. 1. And Mad Max 2, right? Especially going through this with COVID-19.
0: COVID-19.
2: So, so is read this is
0: like our COVID-19 film. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you know. we did. We started off with, what was it? Was it 12 Monkeys? Was no, it no,
2: no. Before that, we started. And I meant to write that down today because we've done so many.
0: Yeah. I
2: can look at I can look Children at it. Children of and the Men. Yeah, that's right. Children the of the Men. One. That's right. It's the uh a oh. Post-apocalyptic, yeah, virus involved
0: in that, right?
2: right uh huh. And then we moved on to Twelve Monkeys, monkeys which was in was the pandemic exposed and right. how you try to fight a pandemic before it happens. Right. And now we are on Mad Max, right? right? Mad Max One and Mad Max Two, right. and how life can be normal just three weeks ago right, and then it can be this today and this is what Mad Max 1 and Mad Max 2 uh, pretty much uh, deal with but let me change this over here okay there we go look up there on the screen you see Mad Max that's some of the original artwork and then there's Mad Max 2 but in the middle here are these two guys that's Vladimir Putin And Muhammad bin Salman, right? So let's set this up. Why do I have uh, uh, Vladimir Putin and Muhammad
3: Mm
2: -hmm. bin Salman up in the middle of these two things? Because what's happening right now is tying in, right? So we have a, a pandemic going on, people. If for people who might have been under a rock or maybe have been sleep like uh, sleeping beauty and just woke up to uh uh you know this mm-hmm. well we are in a pandemic, people. Mm-hmm. And what is what's interesting about the pandemic is people do not research mm-hmm. and go back and just look at a hundred years ago right. and say, hey, What was happening, honey, you could all you have to do is just Google how long because you have a a computer in your hand. You see, this, this is a computer in your hand. Right. And you can Google how long did the 1917, 1918 pandemic last? Right. Now, you know, they put the movie out about 1917, but they didn't put the right part of 1917 out, right? Right. World War One. They, they didn't, they didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't even called World War. It was named afterwards. But it was a war that encompassed many different continents, right? right. It, it, so it became a world war. Yeah. Right? World War One. But they didn't tell you that after people started coming on the Spanish Flu, they named it Spanish Flu, right. but it actually started in America and spread, yeah. right? Okay. Right. It took two years from nineteen eighteen mm-hmm. to nineteen twenty for it to be eradicated over done, boom what were people doing during that time boom 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 so when the people tell you oh it's going to be over in a few months or whatever and people are wishful thinking it could be an 18 month situation because people are not listening to what the scientists initially said right they're not listening Right so this could be a 18 month and 2 year thing and we talked about why right. last week. So you have to go back to episode 106 and we break this down right. to the science, right? But anyway, so why do we have Vladimir Putin and Muhammad Sal uh 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 I don't- oh man, I'm to pronounce his name wrong. Muhammad bin Salman mm-hmm. in-, in the middle, right? Okay. While this pandemic is going on, oil prices are dropping because the demand is dropping. So barrels are at 35 32 could be down to $25 a barrel as predicted. That would be, as a certain person said, that would be 1950s gas prices. Now, mm-hmm. out here on the West Coast, we haven't quite seen that dollar ninety something yet or that dollar seventy-five yet. We're looking for it. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've got some pretty good gas My prices. My cousin said the prices are pretty uh, low gas prices in uh, Cleveland. That's what I'm saying. Say, <laughs> I don't know if the barrels come on the East Coast first. <laughs> East, but I don't know how that works, right? right? But it probably will because we have the ring of fire over here. Right. So we have... When we we look over, we're in California. If you're in Mm -hmm. California, then you're looking over at China, Japan, Mm -hmm. North Korea, South Korea, boom, boom, boom. The Ring of Fire, right? We talked about why it's called the Ring of Fire. Mm -hmm. Just Google it. But anyway, so look. They have this situation. So, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Muhammad bin Salman, Mm -hmm. his representatives, Mm -hmm. called over to Vladimir Putin's representatives have said, hey, the gas prices are, I mean, the oil prices are going to go down because the demand is going down because of this COVID epidemic. At the time when they first called, they thought it would be an epidemic. They didn't know it was a pandemic. Since then, it's become a pandemic. But you know what Russia said? Because these these were the two biggest Producers of of uh, oil until America started uh, fracking and using the shale oil. You have to Google all this stuff, people. We're kicking facts here, so 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 pay attention, pay attention. America is now the number one producer of oil, right? But the the lower prices of oil is causing a lot of the mm-hmm. shale companies. Not, not let me not say that the fracking companies to get the shale oil, which is a little thicker and it has to be refined to turn it into mm-hmm. crude oil. Right, mm-hmm. the, a lot of those companies are starting to file for bankruptcy because the prices are too low and it costs. There's a little process that goes into turning shale mm-hmm. into crude. Stay with me, all right, people. So remember when they were talking about the pipeline coming from through Canada and yeah. coming through Colorado and coming down and coming down to the Gulf of Mexico, and that's what they were fighting over. I don't think they're fighting over that anymore, and they haven't talked about it because I think that pipeline is gone through. Yeah. Remember when the, when the Indians was out there at the something rock at the Standing Rock, and yeah. it was cold outside, and the yeah. people, and they were getting them off there because they were going to put that... Pipe, I think that pipeline went through, people, yeah. but they're not talking about it, and the Dems aren't talking about it, because secretly what one group wants, the other one wants, just like how the Dems had proposed to build the wall first, right. which was a Democratic mm-hmm. idea, right. but then when Donald Trump, who was once a Democrat, became a Republican, got right. in the and said, let's build the wall, all of a sudden the Dems are against it.
0: What's the old saying? What is it the uh, two sides to so the same uh, the coin. same coin, right? It?
2: Okay, so listen, people. So, okay. so the Saudi said, "Hey, Russia, let's okay. let's lower lower our pra- our our prices on on the oil, right? Lower it down, thirteen to fifteen million, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. a barrel, right? My right, right, barrel, right? And." You know what Putin said? Putin said Nah. Okay. And so Salman said uh, 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 Ben Salman said
3: mm-hmm.
2: Well we're just going to lower the price and and stretch it out and make you suffer. And then then, uh, then uh, Vladimir's people said F e- you, uh, Saudi Arabia because we have rainy day funds and we can stretch this out and we don't need to deal with you and you'll be the one that's hurt. Now Trump in the meanwhile mm-hmm. is saying on the press conference when they talk about because they may mm-hmm. put tariffs on their oil mm-hmm. to balance out the price to bring the price back up so that the companies in mm-hmm. America won't suffer and won't be Okay. Going through, so it won't be a move to help necessarily them mm-hmm. because they don't want to help themselves. Because, like he said, they're hurting themselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they said no, and so this is the whole thing. So each one of them are lowering the oil and making it lower and lower. So they have stockpiles. Now, listen, when stockpiles mm-hmm. happen, and then you know you have steel barrels or, or you have a tanker out mm-hmm. in the ocean with. Oil in it. When stockpiles happen, isn't that when leaks happen? And then, when leaks happen, then there becomes a shortage. And this is where Mad Max and Mad Max Two comes in. Right. Mad Max One is three weeks ago. Or oh, let's go back. Let's go back yep. as I tell this story. Mad Max is 2017. Okay. We have a new president office right. and there has been an uptick in Aryan nation violence okay. and the enforcers
3: okay.
2: and the uh the enforcers and the trackers who are on the freeways, who would be state troopers, have to put down these renegades who are just driving up and down the freeway system freely, causing all kinds of potential damage with other cars. And they're putting, this is Mad Max. Mad Max, they are patrolling open freeways. This is based in Australia, but let's just keep it here in in America, mm-hmm. and so they see an uptick in Arian, they, and they're doing all kinds of stuff. They're doing robbing and stealing, uh, uh, reckless driving, raping, and doing it all, right? Mm-hmm. And so, Mad Max, being a person who is an interceptor, right? He goes out to intercept people, but something happens, and yeah. and one of the people die which puts him at jeopardy now what's interesting about Mad Max the first film as we break down as we tell this story so I'm going to be giving you film grammar and uh, how film structure should be as we tell this story what's interesting about Mad Max 1 is it takes an hour and 10 minutes before the initiating event happens there's a lot of action but it takes an hour and 10 minutes before the initiating event happens that has to do with Max right. as a character. There's a lot of action because it's an ensemble piece, yeah. but you're sitting up there like, this is dragging yeah. on, right? Yeah. We, need, we need to cast on this and the okay. director, right? And, and so it's dragging on, right? And, and you're sitting there like, wow, this is a We drag-y... looked at the time too. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, I looked at the times so how long it takes. So the initiating event happens about an hour and 10 minutes in on the film. Right. I'm correct about this because remember the story is about Mad Max. Mad Max doesn't kick into action until an hour and 25 minutes into the film. You're introduced to him but there's a whole bunch of other things going on and the initiating event doesn't happen until it happens with him and his wife. So look, he has a little child and what Makes him have the initiating event, and his dramatic need happens an hour and ten minutes into the film, and it begins, and he kicks off, and then he begins to be Mad Max, right? And so that would be today. That that would be uh, that would be back back in sixteen. This is happening now, unbeknownst to what's going on with uh, with Max during that time, you you flash forward to 2020, and unbeknownst to them, there's a pandemic that takes place, right? They didn't know about this back in 17, but you come up a few years and there's a pandemic that takes place it changes everything. Now, remember, they're dealing with Aryans and they're doing with the lawlessness and everything, right? But meanwhile, while this pandemic is happening, two superpowers with a third that's reluctant to get involved and I'll get to my theory on that in a minute, but two superpowers Russia and Saudi Arabia are Battling over oil Soon though Because they battle Which gets us into Mad Max 2 Which ties the two films together As they show you And they tell you that The different governments began to fight This is the open open sequence Of showing you the past That brings you to where Mad Max is Now in Mad Max 2 Road Warrior they get into the battle, and they, uh, they, they 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 can't seem to come to a good decision, so then they end up going to war, and all of that excess oil, then it becomes a shortage, and when oil and all that goes down, the stock market goes down, right. and then there's a shortage of not only the Petroleum, oil, and uh, gasoline. But there's also a shortage of food. You see how all this shit, you see how all this matches up, right? Right. Now, meanwhile, they're at $25 a barrel. The U.S. is doing 13.0 million barrels per day right now. So they're number one. And then then they come in underneath they're doing shell and they're doing crude right so look that's where we come into Mad Max too so remember now a few years before they were just dealing with uppity the Aryans you know spitting on things and trying to spread a virus that no one knew about but then come in twenty twenty uh there's a virus and pandemic and and these two dudes are going at it and it starts a war and it drops the economy down to the floor. All nations lose. And then it is a shortage. Let's go through the cast of part one. I'm
0: um, sorry. Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Um, Steve Beasley. Mm-hmm. Roger Ward. Mm-hmm. David Egby. Mm-hmm. Joanne Samuel. Mm-hmm. Hugh Case Byrne and Jeffrey mm-hmm. Perry.
2: And then there's uh, George George Miller is the director, right? George Miller. Now, arguably, arguably, George Miller didn't know what he was doing in the first one. Because it's not it's not structured as a film, beginning, middle, and end. It's a long stretch of setup. It, 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 I mean, it sets up. Usually a film's supposed to set up until... Uh, open up and get the dramatic need and the initiating event the initiating event and the dramatic need within the 10 to 15 minutes. This is an hour and 10 minutes before Mad Max you see Mad Max but Mad Max doesn't become a character that is actually going after anything until about an hour and 10 minutes in. So arguably George Miller didn't really understand film structure Right, how how it's supposed to be laid out, but you know what? Because it did so well, he gets a chance to do number two. How many of us get a chance to do number two? He got to shit again, cause he was he was piss poor over here, but he got to shit again over here. And when you look up the uh, Mad Maxes, they don't even include Mad Max One. They do Mad Max two, then they do three Thunderdome, and then they do the reboot, which is Glory Roll, which uh he's not even in it. Mad Max is the character is there, but that's a totally different actor, right? And it's kind of more like women's lib and the women the woman is in there fighting it and winning. But anyway, so that's another yeah, story for another That was his first that's his film. That was his first film man. he really yeah. didn't know but he, he, the right redeems, he redeems himself in Mad Max 2, right? Right. Okay, so Mad Max 2, Road Warrior, or as we used to call it, it, when it was packaged here in the United States, it was just packaged as Road Warrior. And somewhere real small was Mad Max, but we knew it as Road Warrior. Okay, so look. Now, Mad Max is no longer it, it's a because of the fallout and the war and the shortage of food and the shortage of oil, petroleum and gasoline there's a shortage of it. So people are fighting to keep the ability to travel up and down the roads. So the Aryans have gotten worse. Yeah. They are there there are people who are mutated because obviously the pandemic and maybe mm-hmm. some nuclear yeah. action happening there are people who are misfits, freaks deformed people and what are they doing they're going up and down the roads and they are raping killing pillaging but guess what mad max who was turned mad an hour and 10 minutes into the first one is now part of it but he still has morals but he's out to find gasoline and food No matter what type of food it is, you have to see this film, right? Right. So there's raping, pillaging, murdering, and there is a place that is a refinery in the middle of the desert that somehow they had struck oil and they're trying to get this oil to a promised land. Kind of like if you've seen Glory Road, it's kind of like the remake of it, right? It's kind of like a reboot of it. And they tell that story and not the original uh, Mad Max, but they tell two. But anyway, look. So... They're trying to find this. And what happens is... Mad Max... Then is... Brought in. Which we're not going to tell the story. Because we want you to see this film. But pretty much... This is what's happening. Because these two guys... They they get into a, a, a war over oil. But then they get into a war... That causes this dystopian... Uh... uh after destruction,
3: post-post-apocalyptic
2: uh, Apop- uh, world yeah. that is Mad Max Two, right? Yeah. So the Aryans are, are, are doing up. They they probably mutated themselves from the virus they were trying to spread themselves. Never really got a cure for it. There's probably some nuclear shit that went on during the war. And here he is having to fight this, still have some morals, but he's out on the road doing the same things, basically, that the criminal element is doing, except for he has a moral compass. And he helps, he still helps people. Yeah. so this is where Mad Max comes in right so we, we, we've we been going through these different weeks and talking about the different films we talked about uh, children of men
3: right
2: right, right. about a pandemic okay. that right. caused women to be barren yeah. and there was only 50 years left right. of life because no people could have children right then we go on and we talk about 12, 12 monkeys. monkeys right, right? And then we went then we come on and we talk about Mad Max, right? Is that right? Or are we miss someone.
3: I think we
0: miss
2: someone. so and then we come and talk about Mad Max One and Mad Max Two. And these films show you how to survive in situations that have to do with pandemics yeah. and utopian post apocalyptic worlds, mm-hmm. right? And so watch this film so mad max one the the writing of the script i got to get out of two it took too long oh, boy. it took too long because it's not in the structure right it was it wrong, long. But it was bad. just when he gets to doing what he's doing right. the film cuts off and it's running in credits and you're like that's it
0: that's
2: why we said we have to see two <laughs> because we didn't get enough from one. This dude, this dude, yeah. this dude runs over someone that you love. We don't get a film away. He runs up someone you love, and then he doesn't get the comeuppance that he should have got. He gets something, but he doesn't get it yeah. from you directly. Right. He didn't get
0: the tr- uh, Charles Bronson. He did not get
2: the, the Charles Death, uh, Bronson. The Death Wish get back. That's right. Death Wish <laughs> one. Charles Bronson's character in Death Wish had dude swallow this big face Rolex. He said, "Swallow it. You want to die? Swallow it." He was like, and then he he was choking. And he <laughs> got it down though. Death wish? No, Death Wish is another another genre for another time after this <laughs> pandemic is over. But Death Wish, awesome. you ever seen Death Wish one, two, and three? The original. You the original. Bruce Willis was okay, but the original. But anyway, look. So that was slow. So that that's a two. That's a two. It took long. Once it started, though. Right. So you have to do long, long setup. Right. Long initiating event long dramatic need set up mm-hmm. hour and ten that's a two right. once it sets up and it starts to go into the story then
3: right.
2: which you could have cut that whole hour and ten minutes out and just start it right there I right. give it a seven okay. right because the wife was really on some okay. on some ditzy uh, what's the word what's the word they use they have their um, white mm-hmm. people have their uh, what's it called what's it called white people have their privilege, privilege white privilege she was on some ditzy white privilege stuff like nothing's gonna happen to me dad I'm walking I'm walking a honey 200 yards to get to the water I'm walking through this forest looks like Jason is gonna be there I mean it's like you are sitting there and you're watching and you're like what and then and the, just the decision making that yeah. was there that wasn't there and him as a police officer yeah. his his vehicle yeah. outside of his work vehicle should right. have been top notch anyway it's right. like you just totally lose it right so he she was on some white privilege like uh, Robert she was Ken- attached she was attached kind of like she was on some white privilege like Robert Kennedy's granddaughter and great-grandson chasing a ball getting into the canoe and now they didn't called off and now it's a, a it's not a search and rescue but it's a recovery mission now like why are you getting you're you're rich and if you're not rich you are actually a middle class person middle class with black people middle class white people are different middle class white people is four hundred fifty thousand dollars a year you could let that ball go and go get another one. Not even getting the canoe. another ball in the house. Another many you get a million balls. Matter of fact, people will give you balls because of who you are. So she was on some well,
0: some white have more
2: than one ball. That's before. right. She was on some white privilege, like like the, in the movie Mad Max, like uh, Robert Kennedy's granddaughter and great grandson right? It's just really, really some great, great, size, excuse me, really on some craziness, right? And on some privilege. So, she was just <laughs> do, 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 and then, you know, you're running and then, you know, you can run to the side you can run to the berm of the road. You're running.
0: Well, don't get them movie on Yeah, right, 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 right.
2: Okay, so, that right there, that's why I give it a 7 on that. Um, film grammar, it's not, it's not really using angles to tell a story. It's either wides, mids, you know, close-ups, but it's really not really telling the story that way. So I give that about a five. I give, uh, the angles that they used, using the road and showing the road, I give that a 10. That's pretty strong. they They had to show velocity. Right. And speed. Right. Right. He did great doing. You know,
0: and, you know. And then the costume and design. Yeah, the, co- the costume and design. terrific.
2: Yeah. They look terrific. They looked bummy and broke. And then the chicken, the, the dude in the in the souped up uh, 1950s, whatever it was. And, then, out and, and, and Yeah, he's yeah, crazy, right? <laughs> so that right there. So we can average that out to about. Okay. Uh, I, guess I said, say that's about an eight point nine, maybe, maybe a nine. You no, know, we get at the They're oh, averaging okay. out the averages, oh, right? Okay. Yeah, it might be less than that, but eight point five nine get at nine. Now,
0: Mel Gibson's acting
2: was good. No, Gibson actually was, was good. He was good. He could he could emote, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, but I'm just talking about just the structure of the well, film. Well, he brought it up because we don't get we don't get his full acting prowess until, until Mad Max two. two, right? Because he he gets. Sh- he gets shot and he plays like yeah. he could be crippled. Well, that right?
0: one is when he uh, did the cripple. That's right.
2: Wasn't. So, I do give him so, a 10 yeah, on that. Yeah. Because yeah. in part two, he's already crippled. Right. Right. So, I give it yeah. to him. I give him a 10 on that. He could have hoped.
0: And, and then two, I like the relationship between him and the little kid. That
2: two. That's two. That's two. Right. And two. Okay. So, so in part two. Yeah. The cinematography is a ten. Right. The film grammar, right. the way that they tell the story with the angles, that's a ten. Right. The angles that they use right. to tell the story. Right. The wide open uh, fight scenes or the chase scenes, right. I get out of ten.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, let's go through some of the cast on, on, on part two too. Um, on part two. the, the fight scenes. Get out of ten. Right. The use of the hero's journey, where you you see Mad Max, the use of narration first, and you don't know who the omniscient narrator is, but he's reliable. It's a reliable omniscient narrator, right? Mm-hmm. He knows this whole story from beginning to end to where where we see Mad Max, and he tells the story. That 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 the that cinematic and thematic use of the narrator—that is a ten. That is a ten, right? The use of of uh, telling the story through that eye, through that lens, and then introducing the hero's journey within that. The hero's journey usually starts out, the person is one way, and then they arc. Because Mad Max does arc, because at the beginning of the film, he's about himself and his dog. Right. By the end of the film, he's about righting a wrong. Yeah. So he does arc. And in between time of him being one way, he's introduced to new uh friends that will go on this journey with him and he's also introduced to villains so it's definitely uh, and his adversary uh, right so he is definitely introduced and it moves through on the hero's journey to the end so that's beautifully done right so I give uh, George Miller his props for upping his game as a filmmaker so let's go through some of the cast okay let's
0: and part two, again, Mel Gibson, mm-hmm. Bruce Spence, um, that was his buddy, the one with the flying helicopter. That's You're right, good. that's You're right. Good. Virginia Hay, mm-hmm. um, Michael Preston, mm-hmm. um, let's see, Vernon Wells, Emil Minty, um, a huge cast, but what I'm looking yeah, a for huge cast. What they don't it's have on boy. here is a little
2: boy, and he, well, he, could be, he could be on there, but they probably got him in an older picture, and you know, play okay. with anyway, people. So you will you will see this, but Mad Max 1, you have to go an hour and 10 minutes. So you have to sit there, and you're sitting there like this. Okay,
0: excuse me. Okay. Yeah, you were right. Because uh-huh. I had to look him up, because he also, he, uh, killed the film. He yes,
2: was like the star of the film, but I do He Because the liked. way he emoted without speaking. Yes, he did, because he didn't know English, but then for him to be at the when you find out at the film that, well, we can't tell you that. You have to find well, out. for yourself. You but, were right.
0: Emil Menti, they showed the
2: older picture. Right, right. So, yeah. people, he is the, well, we can't say that, but anyway, look. The kid is like a like his son, almost. Yeah. He 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 takes yeah. to uh Mad Max off the rip yeah. off of him, and he's like his son. Yeah. And that's what we'll say about that. But the film so so that right there you have to go through a long time by the time you get to Mad Max Two right. and then you get to Mad Max Three, uh Thunderdome, uh George Miller has his his uh storytelling game down in script, right? So it's very important, so uh, part two starts off from the rip with action, it goes there, introduces you to the characters in the first 10 minutes, Uh, you get his uh, initiating event, next uh, five minutes you get the, uh, the dramatic need, and then you go on from there, and then the movie pushes through a hero's journey yeah. And it has an omniscient narrator, beautifully done right. cinematography 10,
3: right.
2: uh, story through line 10, right. uh, arc of characters 10, Reintroduce, reintroducing Mad Max with the opening sequence that tells the story of how we got right. from Mad Max 1
3: yeah.
2: in, the, in 2016 to past 2020 and 2029 right how we get there 10
3: yeah.
2: uh the wardrobe in, 10 the yeah. special effects 10 yeah. the the use of showing velocity and speed fight. on the road scenes yeah. 10
3: yeah.
2: uh the stunts 10. 10 yeah the fight scenes 10
3: yeah.
2: uh Beautiful work. So, what would you give Mad Max I, I
0: would to? give it a, a 10 also, you know, for the same reasons. Mm-hmm. But wait till you find out who the narrator is in 2.
2: That's right. Yeah, yeah. that was that's a nice right. I mean, touch. That's a nice touch. That's a nice yeah. touch. And so, my rating on it, it it's a it's a beautiful film. Because uh, I first saw it when I was 11 yeah. or 12, right? So, mm-hmm. at the same time, oh, we reviewed last week, we reviewed Escape from New York. We sure did. So that's the four movies. These are the yeah. five movies so far we within sure this post-Escape
0: from New York.
2: In this pandemic that. era that we're in, the five films that we yeah. say right now that you should watch right. to get some information on what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. Uh, or what hopefully. <laughs> uh, Children of Men. Right. Uh, what did we say second? Um, oh, Oh, we see the Uh, children of men. Oh, wow. 12 monkeys. 12 monkeys. uh, Escape from New York, York, especially what's happening in New York, right? And then we have Mad Max 1 and Mad Max 2 Road Warrior. The Road Warrior. Well, today,
0: what did they say? They said that
2: the deaths are are starting to see a decline, right? In Uh,
0: the number of deaths. So.
2: So. Good. People, this has been a robust episode right. of the film review. Movies, music, culture, politics and society, right? We are the husband and wife team. I'm Crazy D. I'm Tracy. And we review movies, music, culture, politics Yes. and society, and we are more than ecstatic and we thank you for tuning in yeah. to the 107th episode of the Film Review, where we bring you information and knowledge on not only film, right, but movies, music, culture, politics, and society. And then also, mm-hmm.
0: like we said earlier, mm-hmm. check out The Player, mm-hmm. and thank you the, to The Player, The Player, uh-huh. And thank you for to T, PJ. PJ Barnes for joining. That's us.
2: right. That's right. So
0: definitely, you have to check out his film.
2: You have to check out his film. It's a good yeah. film. It's worth that's it.
0: Right. See, that's what I love about like the film review because we reviews. can muddle through all the crap and we tell you what films you really need to see. That's right. Don't waste your time on the crap.
2: Don't waste your time. <laughs> hey, after we we'll filter
0: through the, bullshit, we'll for put her
2: through the <laughs> bullshit for you. Don't waste your time on the crap. All right, people. So that we'll is it. water,
0: to say reclaim my time.
2: Reclaiming my time. Sometimes yeah. you go to the theater, yeah. and you're like, I got to reclaim my time. Sorry, yes. right, people. So we are out right. for another week. We appreciate you, and we right. will see you next time on the yeah, film re. Film Review, Movies, Music, Culture, Politics, Society, Podcast, Interviews, Movie Reviews, and more. Live Sundays at 5.30 p.m. on Facebook at Crazon Dion. Hey everybody, this is Lunell, the original bad girl of comedy. I'm here at the Link Promenade in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, and you're watching the Film Review.
4: Plus.